y'all what's up what's up what's up we're back at it again with an episode you didn't ask for but you're getting anyway starring your host me day cotton candy hentai girl um and my friend brian hey y'all um all right so how was your week brian it was it was pretty good like it was like it was super busy but then it kind of like mellowed out towards the end and you know Weekend, the weekend was great. You know, I'm still kind of feeling it in my body, but I enjoyed myself. I was That's me. crazy. So <laughs> this weekend we went out. Um, my week was actually depressing, so I don't really want to talk about it because it's kind of saddening. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, but my weekend was a, a lot better, thank God. Um, so uh, we had went out to Jersey to the wrong mall to go to Miniso. And then we went to the right mall, only to be disappointed by have, not having the stuffs that they advertise all the time. So the next mall uh, Miniso to try is probably the one in Flushing, is what I've been told. So go and try that one next time. Okay. Yeah. Um, we can definitely try that one. I mean, both malls weren't bad. No, they weren't. They really weren't. I think, so I knew it was going to rain. I just didn't know how much it was going to rain. But, um... Same. Yeah, and it it was pouring. Um, so we, um, I introduced Brian to uh, a new, a new partner of mine. Uh, nothing's official, but I like him. He likes me stuff has been shared and um so lately what i've been feeling and going through has been pretty crazy for me um what ends up happening is i meet like really genuine people i either meet people that are just like sorry for my situation Mm -hmm. in the similar situation or i meet some pretty dang genuine people and he fits in that um line and um yeah i don't know what name to give him at the moment because there's i don't think there's right now there's nothing i'm maybe maybe polyman i'm gonna say that that's it yeah but oh like you said i'm like you introduced me to him he he seems pretty cool like we he taught me how to make like a, an authentic teriyaki sauce, you know, and could tell the difference between the authentic teriyaki sauce and the Americanized version, which tends to add in extra garlic and red pepper flakes, I guess, for some added kick. But it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, didn't you learn to make oyster sauce too? Oh no, eel sauce. Like, eel sauce. We didn't make the eel sauce, but he told me the difference between the, um, the eel sauce and the teriyaki. Mm. Just one less ingredient. So I want to try the eel sauce because I freaking love eel sauce. I literally could put mm. eel sauce on everything. It's so good. It's so good. Um, so yeah, okay. Um, so I could definitely talk more about him um, because I don't know for sure if he listens to our podcast and and mm-hmm. um i'm not i haven't been really sharing it to the public that i was back on 
making um, episodes. So, yeah. Well, I don't really have right now too many negative things to say about him other than, like, he's a good guy. I can see that he's a good guy. He's just young, right? And um, I feel funny whenever I say that because even though we're both in our 30s, like, I'm not hitting or, like, messing with anyone under 30, to be honest. Like, I think if I meet someone that is under, like, 28, that's a no for me. That's a yeah, no for me, dog. I I can see that the the difference in like just the demographics because it's because they're leaning towards more of the the next generation, and you know you might have some stuff in common, but then like between like the language and some of the other things that would be of more interest to, to the younger folks, we might not gel on. So like certain jokes and references could be missed out on, and then. It just kind of feels like, oh, oh, you don't get that because you were a whole infant when this was a thing. So, well, can I... that part, not to cut you off completely, um, that part doesn't bother me. That just is like, because I end up teaching my partner something anyway, because for the most part, most of my partners have been really, really kind of vanilla. And, um, I end up teaching them something that has not that they don't know, which is something that you gotta get used to doing in every relationship because that's all you do. You spend time teaching that person who you are in hopes that they like remember. Um that that's my thing. So that's that to true. me is like basic stuff. To, you know, teaching how to do that. I think you worry about that kind of thing when you're, you're in your 20s. You're like, oh my God, how, what are we going to bond over it? No, we are in our 30s. Um, my thing is our end goal stuff. Those are the things that are like foundation, are um, how to say, like, like, what are you building towards? Or... Yeah, like, do you want to build? Do you, are you not interested in building? Um, do you understand that I'm building? Do you, you know, um, like, where are you in your, like, goals or your life right now? Like, mm -hmm. what is your ultimate goal? Is that something that you see with me in it? Um, stuff like that. Um, right. I know that, like, in the past, guys that don't speak about their futures with you tend to not really be that invested with you so or they're just playing games but that's like kind of hard to to think of because most of the times they just don't speak about future stuff with you um they don't really include you in future plans um they might be busy but they'll always figure out to make time for you um that's what i've learned uh with the I experience i also feel like well in terms of in terms of guys not sharing future stuff with you that they also might not be able to fully see you in the future or like exactly. can or if they do try to think of you in the future they don't know where to fit you at because either it's still new or or at least what i think is they're still trying to figure themselves out and if they can't figure themselves out then they can't figure out where to put you at once they're done dealing with whatever they're dealing with so I feel like that's also part of it too. I disagree with that um, because 
where there's a will, there's a way. Um, for you guys who are listening, please feel free. That'll be the question that I put in um, for Spotify. If you feel like a guy has a hard time um, penciling you in in his future plans, or if he doesn't see you in his future plans at all, that just means he's not interested in a future with you. Um, so my personal opinion about that is that if he cannot fit you into his personal future plans, he's not interested in a future with you. He likes you right now. Right now, you are cool. Right now, you're, you're a box to hit on a constant basis. Um, and that's like a right now thing. Um, you could maybe be friends, but mm -hmm. you don't really include your friends with your future plans because friends can do whatever they want. They're not tied to you. They have their own goals and their own aspirations and it doesn't have anything to really do with you. Um, so whenever it comes to stuff like that, then that's when it's like, I know that my friend could get married tomorrow and they'll probably want to make plans to have a baby and maybe move to a different state, a country or state or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's their prerogative because that's, you know, their life. Yeah. I don't have any say on it. They didn't pencil me in on their plans because that's not where I lie in that person's life. However, when you're with a partner and you guys have agreed to be partners, yes, that's exactly what you do. You basically try to figure out, like, any woman that I know, if they meet what they consider is the one, this is the one for me, he is the sweetest guy, I just want him around all the time, blah, 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 and you're under this thing where he's, like, it for you, then, yeah, you're going to want to try and make sure that this man is uh, inser inserted in your life. I know this because... Um, when I want to leave the country, no, let's be very clear. I want to leave the country. None of my friends are going to keep me here. Um, the only people that can keep me here is my son. And that is it. Every, all my friends have their own lives. I'm not dating any of them. They all have relationships of their own. It's not like I'm never going to see them again. In fact, if they want to come visit, I'll, they'll have a place to forever stay. Um, I don't believe in holding yourself back for a friend. However, however, when you get into a partnership, um, that's when you have to have some kind of discussion with the partner because <sighs> even though going and moving to Korea or Norway is my dream, it may not be theirs. and right. They may be uncomfortable with it. Um, they may already have a house um, here in the States and they want to stay in the States because of family, whatever the case may be. Um, let's use an example where my partner just got a really good job and he has like a, a plan on staying here for five to 10 years. Um, to make partner, whatever. It's just, I guess, lawyer. To make yeah. partner and um, moving to Korea in a few years would definitely, like, step on that. So that would be a problem. Now, yeah. I would definitely take into consideration how serious is this relationship. 
because I will actually put a halt to my moving to Korea standards. I know that women listening to this would be like, F no, I'm doing what I gotta do. Nah, because I've never believed in that mindset where it's me against my partner. No, it's we're supposed to be together. together. We make the decisions together. Um, it's, it's supposed to be all against the world. Exactly. It's supposed to be me and him combined what's good for the both of us um it's funny because sacrifices can be made for friends but um it's not the same when it's like a relationship so i've always kind of felt that you can definitely pencil in your partner if you want to do so i don't know if it's a thing that men can't do that or I'm pretty sure it's the latter where he just doesn't want to. Because I've had dated people who have penciled me into their futures. Whether the future was trash or not, they've penciled me in. Whether the future was something that they wanted to be in with me, they've penciled me in. I've watched friends do it with girls that were horrible for them and they still pencil them in. They think about their future and how they provide for them and the girl that they're dating or seeing. So that's that's why I say that. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I definitely do agree with that for the most part. Like when I was saying earlier that that they that they can't, I meant it from like a perspective of because from to me, like for a bunch of people, they're still trying to figure themselves out, like whether it be what they want to do in the future what kind of person that they want to be, if they're trying to break old habits, form newer, healthier ones. Like sometimes people are still trying to figure themselves out and if they go down a new path that might be better for them, but could also make it harder for a prospective partner to, to kind of fit in with their direction. Or if they're already with someone and they're going in a new direction, then I well, in that case, that kind of leads more into what you're saying about if he's able to like pencil her in with the change, if they talked about it beforehand or not. But that's really where I'm just thinking of it with that is that in some cases, they're still trying to figure themselves out. And if and if the person is still trying to figure themselves out and what they want, then it might make it a little bit harder to kind of pencil to kind of pencil their partner in. Not saying that they can't, but it just makes it a little bit harder. And so that's, that was what I meant. Okay. That does make sense. I think though, but that's, see, but then that person shouldn't be dating. Right. They shouldn't be dating because in almost the same issue that I had with Brownie, where Brownie made these plans for our future, but he made these plans um, before me and penciled me into them. Um and I was trying to go along with some of the plans. I was going along with the fact that like, okay, cool, getting a house and whatever and living not in New York. Cool. I could totally do that because for the love of Christ, I don't want to, I don't think I have it in me to stay here. Um, but I also do, I do want to have a home. Um working toward that goal myself now. So I do want to have a home. I don't want to, I no longer want to rent. I want to have a place that I could design from top to bottom 
and be solely a, just mine. So I get it. But at the same time, he was making these like goals and stuff that were solely basically on him. All these decisions were made only by him and very little bit of my input. That's the problem that I have um, or I had in our relationship because it was like, you can make all these decisions for us, but you're just you're just assuming that I'm going to go along because for the most part, I'm easygoing and I don't I, I don't like to mess with the water, like make waves if there's no need to. Because yeah. it's like for the most part, I can follow like a good leader, but you have to be a good leader. You have to like kind of like make sense like you you can't just be saying stuff and then so like i remember something that scared me was like he didn't have good credit um he didn't have any credit actually he didn't have any credit and um i was trying to help him with that but he thought that i was doing it for selfish reasons because i needed a place and the details of it i can go into another time um, we can probably just talk about finances or something. Um, that I can go into details about that another time. But he genuinely thought that by me wanting to help him with his credit was solely for a selfish reason. When that's not it. It's like you're willing to work harder uh, for a goal that you can get easier. Like it's understandable you have the work ethic, but there's no point in running yourself into the grave um, trying to certain things and in my opinion working almost basically three jobs which i've done working three jobs and especially in our age it's not and have a girlfriend like when i was working three jobs three four jobs i did not have a partner i wasn't dating anyone i was i had friends and that was it like i would see them when i saw them and that was that <laughs> my friends i mostly saw was online and gaming so there was no dating anyone because first off you can't put a lot of time and energy into having you know those kinds of connections mm -hmm. if you're focusing so hard on work and work so i don't know i just felt like the decisions that he was making um that scared me was like he was willing to work hard and buy a house that you know would be below standard and this is when my ears go up because i am like i don't i wouldn't say i'm like prissy and i, I wouldn't say that i'm bougie although other people have said that about you before exactly lots of people have and it's just that i have standards i guess or particular wants and needs i don't even know i i think you're fine with standards like you, you yeah. have a certain line of like you know if i'm going to like for example if i'm going to go over to your house i'd rather not go over to your house that has any kind of rodents in it you know i'm not there we go yeah but, you know just a baseline of you know what you're what you're coming into like, you know like you want to accept the person for who they are but you're not trying to accept anything like right so like i could accept you for who you are but mm -hmm. i also don't you have to understand that i may not want to be around you all the time because of who you are if yeah. 
you're someone that like smokes crack all the time and I don't smoke crack, but I, th I find you to be a positive, funny person, except you literally have, I have no idea when you're going to start. I don't even know how smoking crack starts, but I don't like, yeah. once you start whipping out the mechanisms and everything, then I'm like, Oh, time to go. Like, I don't want to be around you when you're doing that. It's just, that's crazy. So then, yeah, lesson test time is going to get spent with you. Um, I think that's my thing. It's like, if it's just, I just expect a certain thing and it's just how I've been and I don't see anything wrong with it. But and time and time again, I've been told that like, and it's usually by people that just like did not like me that I had unridiculous, like ridiculous standards. So anyway, he had said something along the line of like, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, something along the lines of like he wanted to buy like a a working a working progress kind of house, and unfortunately, when I heard that, with all the information that's on this plate, you mean a, you mean he wanted to get a fixer offer? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Ah. So okay, so he wanted to in two years get a fixer upper, and then with the low the lack of amount of time that he even had for himself, let alone me, because he was trying to be there for me, but failing at that too. Um, how are you going to fix up this house? Are you going to pay people to do it? Like he didn't want to pay people to do it because he said that would be too expensive. So now you're going to have to teach yourself how to do stuff in the house, like flooring, ceilings mm -hmm. roofs like what exactly <clears throat> and like my brain immediately pictures the worst of the worst when you say fixer upper i'm thinking you're going to have roof problems that was going to cost money because i don't know how to fix a roof i'm not going on top of a roof to try and put stuff on now more than anything i'm never doing that but like maybe i would have thought about patching up something if it was like a small hole in it but no i'm not doing that now not doing that now the freaking right. now i'm just imagining myself rolling off the freaking top of the house um without my prosthetics on <laughs> like i'm just gonna be a freaking bean um yeah i, 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 I just wanted to say like because I've seen, like, clips of, like, these shows where they, like, where they try to, like, flip a house. They take, like, some run-down house. They flip it, put in all this money to try and get a bigger payout for when they do sell the house. And it's a lot. It looked like a lot of work. And they had a team, a professional a team. doing all that stuff. For a one, team. for the two-year-old to do it. I'm not saying it can't be done, but when without knowing the basics of anything, like I, like the most I know is like how to like put down tiles like on the floors. Because I did that in my I did that in my apartment like years back, and so I I know the understandings of that. But that's just one tiny part. Like all the stuff you got to put in. Like I can't imagine the two of you on the roof trying to patch up the roofing tiles and putting up the gutters and everything with hit, with just bare bones knowledge because I feel like the moment it rains, either the gutters are going to come down or it's just going to be leaks everywhere. And that's just, you know, kind of being kind about it. It's, 
Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, that was my thing. So I was just like, I don't understand that. I'm never going to understand that. Like, just in general, thinking about it, I'm just like, that to me is going to be difficult. Now, you're not a contractor. He wasn't a contractor. He wasn't a home improvement person. He wasn't anything. He, he was just a, a hardworking guy. Now, you have to figure out how to study on how to fix a house to make it up to par. So then my thought comes in, I'm just like, so how are you going to make it up to par for me? Because you know I don't want to live in that kind of a home. I don't want to live in a house where everything is bare and things have holes in it and we have multiple buckets around the part, the whole house to catch everything in. I'm not saying I need giant windows where we have a freaking pool or like... I'm not saying I need it to be 100% because we can make it 100% over time, but at least be move-in ready and livable. That's yeah. not livable to me. Because then you don't know if the like house is rotting. Like I'm just like, you're not thinking about any of this. And then the fact that he never took any of my like opinions in was a problem. So he was just ready like full steam ahead to do what he wanted to do. See, that's a haphazard kind of leadership. That's just the I'm focused on my goal. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna blaze through to obtain my goal, like not even realizing, like you know, you're losing bits and pieces of like essential things trying to get to your goal. Like to me, there's no point in getting to your goal if you've left so much of yourself behind that when you get there, you can't even fully enjoy it. Because now you got to go back and pick up all the pieces. And like, especially trying to do that with a partner, I'm just imagining him on a motorcycle. You're behind him holding on for dear life as he's going like 120 and the bike starts breaking apart piece by piece and he's still speeding ahead. You're trying to tell him like, um, the bike's starting to fall apart and he's just not paying attention. Like, it's just, I can't. I can't picture that for you because that's just haphazard type of leadership. Like, you yeah, know. no. And then I'm the one that will, as soon as we stop or as soon as we get a chance to stop, I'm not getting back on. I'm not getting back on because you obviously don't care about me. You barely, just barely care about yourself. So, no. Like, so there's leadership that I can follow. And then there's definitely leadership where I'm starting to follow that I'm like, mm, this doesn't seem right. So then I'll say, I'll say something. But if you don't listen, then now we're no longer a team. We're not thinking things out. We're not thinking about each other. We're not trying to figure out what's the best for each other. Um, and that's the problem. That's when I think like you have like all these like weird miscommunications and stuff, but he also was younger than me. Um, I think only by two years, though. He's younger than me by only two years. It wasn't that much. Hmm. It wasn't that much. It was like, I wish it was, it seemed like mentally, he was a good, like, six years younger, though. Hmm. He was, like, trying, like, acting like he wanted to be a man or what he thought a man was supposed to be and then trying to act that out. It's the thing. And if I tried to correct him, 
because I have experience in what he's trying to do and I think what he's trying to do will fail horribly. Um, he didn't want to hear any of that. It was his way. Like he had a plan and it always seemed like he could listen to critique, but when it was critique about him, him, no, he wasn't with it. He, the way he described it kind of reminds me of this Billy Eilish song. I just don't remember the name of it. it it's like um, she's describing like this the boy that she was seeing and like he's trying to sound like his father, trying to cuss and all that. Like, mm-hmm. like that's how I, it's what you reminded me of just now. Like I'm hearing the song playing back in my head. I'm like, yeah, that that sounds like Brownie. Just mm-hmm. And it sucks. Um, but yeah, so I forgot how we even got on the topic. <laughs> I think it was simply just about like adding each other into like your future plans and stuff yes. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's very, it's very important around the time you, like you meet your partner. I think also because if you both meet each other in your twenties, it's like you can have your goals and stuff. But you may not be thinking about like future, future goals. And I think everyone starts hitting and thinking about their goals when they get closer to 30. They're closer to 30, then all of a sudden it's like almost your life is almost gone. Like the typical age for people passing away is what, 85s? So 40 is like right around the corner. Mm. And then your body starts deteriorating around. 42, 43, you start having issues if you're not taking care of your body, if you're not taking care of your health. So, yeah, so it's important when you meet your partner. But I think there could be some drastic, like, measures um, in meeting your partner. So I wanted to share this video. Um, Yeah, just listen. She was 17. We had no really conversation and no really connection until she was of age. You know, when we did finally start to talk, I was like, this woman is like me. We both love God. Any 36-year-old man who says he saw himself and had so much in common with a 17-year-old girl. They haven't paid a goddamn bill but their cell phone in their life. They probably still live with their parents. You saw it when she was underage. Otherwise, you wouldn't have spun the block. You nasty-ass man. You nasty man. Young ladies who are 21 and younger. Any man who is above 30 years old who is not your father does not have your best interest. Mm. As their number one priority. I am. So, obviously, they were talking. This is what podcast is this? Dun dun dun. See, the thing is, yeah, I think the podcast is called See, the thing is, um, they were talking about Marcus Houston's, um, situation with his wife. Oh, yeah, heard about that. It's it's wild. Yes, it's extremely wild because Marcus is, uh, Marcus Houston (laughs) is about our age. Um, And he has been basically, um, he's been dragged through the, uh, he's been dragged a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Marcus, then he says that 
Women his age come with baggage and kids. I could have married a 41-year-old woman and it could have been disastrous. Um, so to me, it's like, like the rest of, I could play the rest of his, um, um, it's just, yeah, hold on. Let me play the rest of it. Yeah, play the rest of it. You know, how we, how we met, you know, through mutual friends and everything like that. You know, when I met my wife, she was 17. So, you know, we had no really conversation and no really connection until, you know, she was of age. And, you know, it's, people don't understand it. And I got a lot of, of course, I got a lot of backlash for marrying someone that was 19. And, you know, when we did finally start to talk, I was like, this woman is like me. And she was just like, when I would talk to her, she just, for one, we had a spiritual connection. And I feel like that's the most important thing. We both love God. We both love Jehovah. And that was key. And being able to start being around her and talking to her and talking to like, we got it. We, we, we connected through music and, you know, uh, her spirit, her kindness, her heart reminds me a lot of my, me and my wife's situation. Yeah. So he goes on to basically say that um, he obviously didn't have any conversation or whatever until she was like 18. Um, and then they got to know each other. Um, you know, so this way he avoids any, uh, what's the word? Um, legal uh, troubles? Yes. Yeah. Legal troubles. Dating a minor, which is. Yep. 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 Now, now I don't now I don't know if you saw it, but apparently there was a picture going around when that came out, which was like it was a picture of the three of them, like him, his wife, and the daughter. Yes. And it said like Marcus used to 40 with wife 22. So based three years of marriage, 10 years together. Like yep. that part when I saw that, I'm like, oh, oh, that's that's bad. That's real bad. Like they were together for 10 years, only married for three. It's like, um, there's, there's a whole lot of potential grooming right there. Like, that's a, that is a lot. And that's not even getting into the fact of, like, you have a lot in common with someone 20 years younger than you. Like, it's... Almost. I think he's way more than 20 years younger. So what's irritating is this man is 40 years old and, um, He's 40 years old, and so he is three years older than me. Um, I used to look up to this dude because, well, you know, they were always in boy bands and stuff, and I was a huge boy band group, boy band groupie. Mm -hmm. If you were in a band or a group, I was a groupie. Um, I love groups. I've always have. I think that's why I like K-pop so much. Um, it appeals to that part of me that just, like, loves seeing a group of people kind of, like, doing things together. I think that's, that's the part. Um, yeah, so yeah, so huh, I just find that this whole thing just seems odd. That picture, the math wasn't mathing. I was just like, you saying that you didn't date her until you're 18, but you're already like talking to her when you were 30. And that means if you were talking to her when you were 30, that means at 22, she was 12. 
Yeah. Sir. Well. And and not for nothing. Let me let me um stand a little little bit closer to the line. Um Tovirals don't look the same at all. They don't look the same. Not I can give I can give you that cuz when I looked 12, I had no boobies. My mom didn't let me wear, but that's also like a thing how I was raised. I wasn't able to wear like sexy clothes because I didn't really have a body that was like ready to be sexy. I had like these weird braids with uh, little beads on the end. Um, I really wasn't even attracted to boys or like I wasn't attracted to anyone um, at that point. I was only uh, I just wanted to play games and uh, sports and stuff. Um, so I didn't look attractive at 12. However, I have met some girls. I had a best, I had a close friend at that time who was 12. She was younger than me. I was 14 at the time and um, her boobs were huge. She definitely wore clothes that fit her butt, jeans that fit her butt and showed clothes that showed off her boobs. So she got the attention. I remember she definitely um, lost her V card a while back before and we would, I would, listen to some of her stories I wasn't really interested in them but like I remember just like listening to her like dates and stuff and I'm just like huh like but these were with boys that were like 16 right so that was a culture back then was to date older guys because boys our age were just like man they weren't really like paying attention to us they weren't listening um we just wanted with the person with more experience. Um, the boy that's our age can't really offer us anything except for gum or his sister's jewelry. That's what my brother did. Um, so it's like, that was very difficult. Relating to them, of course you could relate to them easier. We're both in the freaking same grade. Um, but women just like to date older. Um, however, you still have to take into account their mental status at that age. Mm-hmm. Because they're immature and they haven't really been through anything. And for her to have been on Marcus Houston's radar, she hasn't been through anything. It's not like she's on a rough side of life. Like she's not on the streets. She's not struggling for money. Well, she never have to now. She's not struggling for money. Um, I just think that you got her at like, the prime age of too young mm -hmm. that she don't know any better she still believes in like love forever and not to say that that's a bad thing because i still believe in that um unfortunately my choices with men haven't been that great um but i still believe in that but you got it at the most vulnerable age and that is weird to me oh it's so weird like and I, and I know for some people they're probably thinking like, oh, but, but we have other couples where this person is like sixty and they're dating someone in their thirties, and it's like that's different. Both people have had time to fully figure out, or at least mostly figure out who they are. They've had other relationships, they had other experiences, so. They're both going into it knowing what it is that they want. Like, I feel like if 
if he if he met her when he was 50 and she was 32 and they celebrate three years of marriage together, they've been together for 10 years, this wouldn't be as big of a problem. It'd be like, all right, cool. Like she she met him when she was young and you know, they got along, they figured things out. We probably wouldn't bat an eye, but the fact that she doesn't have enough experience. It's like, to me, I kind of think of it like playing an MMO and going into an area that's way above your level. Like, you do not have the experience and you're, you're going to get hurt bad. Like, right. it's just, it's just not a good idea. You just stick, you stick closer to, to what you, to what your level, your age is, maybe right. a little older if you want to, but going that far up you just don't you're just not fully equipped with what you need in order to figure out if this is really something that you want or if it or if you're being told that this is what you want right right a lot of it is um it's funny because i um when i was young i wanted to marry you know, my first. I wanted whoever I decided to to be with. I wanted to be with that person forever. Um, that was my plan. Um, the person that I just I wanted to. I think he just didn't want to, or he didn't wasn't interested. So I don't know how to vet properly, right? I'm like learning it as I go. Like, well, do you want? Do you like me? Do you love me? Cool. You're sharing this sensitive moment with me you know, do you want to be with me? Like, you know, that's how I'm thinking. I'm not thinking, oh, how am I gonna, like, oh man, like it's so much. Like I'm trying to think back to how I thought and it was all the stuff that I had to go through now Um, when I'm older, I'm just like, there was so much stuff that I, if I did marry that person, I would have needed to have like the best of communication. And I mean the best of communication. And back then, I didn't really know how to communicate that well. So there were a lot of things that I needed to work on. And But I do understand growing together. So like, say like I met my first, and then we spent the rest of our lives together. Cool. That means we had time to grow and like each other. I actually have a really good friend. Um, She... Is absolutely amazing. They have known each other, um, the Sorensons, I've been calling them. <laughs> She's a tattoo artist. Um, she, Kristen, I just called her, she's her name. Christy, she has been um, with her man since, um, Jesus. They said they definitely met in high school. They're married now. And they're definitely like 25-ish. Mm-hmm. But they're like forever. They're like in their heads, they're automatically forever for each other. That is what I wanted. I didn't want to have to deal with like um, dating multiple people and finding out stuff, especially since I'm kind of a nympho. So ideally, I would like to be with the same person over and over and over because it's just safer, one. Two, easier to be like, Oh, let's try this. Oh, I want to try this. Oh, let's let's go do this together. 
all these experiences that you can do when you're like discovering each other and stuff and changing together, those are really fun. However, unfortunately, my life didn't turn out like that, but I could see how other people's lives can. And in this situation, he's lived the he's lived all of that. Right. If you're 40, guy, you've lived literally all of that. And at a point where you just you just want to sit down. You just want to sit down. It's going to be a part in your wife that she's going to want to see the world. Do you still want to see the world? I think he said something in another interview about how he is, um, like he said that she makes him young. Yeah, because she wants to do stuff. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to just be at peace in the house. No, she wants to go out. She wants to see the world. So, I mean. She doesn't want to just be a wife and mother, like, in her early 20s. And then that's it. Like, still has, like you maybe. say, like, she wants, she wants to have other experiences. Like, maybe she wants to be, do things without him there to just be her own person. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she does, and maybe she does doesn't. I mean, um, but at the same time, I don't remember feeling like I didn't like I wanted to have that family. I wanted to give myself in its entirety to my partner, and also be a very little bit of an individual. I think nowadays being an individual is on the front and of relationships whereas in in my preferred it's in the second because now you're living for each other and you don't you're not you're no longer just like someone just for yourself because you are supposed to i mean i'm just gonna say this as like how I believe, I just should always preface this, but I, like, I, feel, I hate having to constantly repeat that part. Um, I feel like you're supposed to live for your, uh, your partner and that way your partner is supposed to live for you. And then mm-hmm. it makes things work easier because you guys care about each other. Um, it just makes things so much easier because if you start thinking about self and then what about your partner? What about your husband? What about your wife? Like, if you're thinking, oh, I just want to relax, but maybe your partner doesn't want to relax. So you should probably go to your partner and say, mm, what are we going to do today? What do you want to do? What are you feeling? What are you feeling up to doing? That kind of mentality, I love that. But you don't get that always. So I don't know, especially nowadays. That that was my issue with, like, Brownie. Um, that's my issue with a lot of things. Now, I... Before I move on, did you want to say anything else about it? I, I was going to say, like, you know, what you were saying just now just reminds me of that of that part from Seinfeld where where George is talking about, you know, this casual George and then this relationship George. Yes! never meet. And, yes! You, know, you don't, like, and I feel like, especially today, more people are more about keeping themselves casual than just being in a relationship. And you know, like being in a relationship and wanting to do things like checking in with your partner, it shouldn't like maybe to me it's starting to be looked at as a bad thing, but 
it shouldn't be. Like, you can keep the world separate. You can be the casual person and still be in a relationship. Like, you, you don't have to fully lose one or the other. Like, it, it just shouldn't, it's not, it, it's not as complicated as people make it out to be. Like, especially when you just want to be happy with your partner. It's, it's, it shouldn't be that hard. And oftentimes it's not. It's just what we put into it is whether it'll decide if we make it, it'll make it easier or harder. But yeah, what you just said reminds me of the, the Seinfeld, the George Costanza, what he was saying there. Yeah. Um, there was a woman, I, she was like, you know, people don't want to work on their marriages. Um, Jesus, I'm trying to think who said that. Um, it was some woman that was like, very famous woman. Was it Oprah? No, definitely not Oprah. Ah, I don't remember. But she's she's famous. And she was like, you know, people really just don't want to work on their marriages. And I was like, it's a lot of work. It's not easy. It's not something that you can just be like, yeah, that just makes sense. Let's, you know, just work on it. No, because it's difficult. It's very difficult to work on. Um, so. It, it reminds me of a, not to cut you off, but it reminds me of a, another like video clip that I saw where like these two guys were talking and the guy was like, was saying like marriage is work. Like, yeah. and both people, if you have both people working on it, then, you know, gonna turn out great because you're both putting an effort into it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i i do agree with that so um it's funny i was so i brought this up because um the age difference and like how to go forward with stuff it's funny because so poly poly dude is um or poly guy, I think I said I was gonna say. Poly guy is um I think it was poly man. Poly man. <laughs> um so either one, it's fine because I don't know if I'll have many of those. Um right. I'll just do poly man number two. Um <laughs> so he is in a relationship with a monogamous person. And for the most part, he's a very smart, intuitive guy. Um very knowledgeable about finances and stuff. Um, he's taught me a lot, very appreciative for my shop, for my personal life. Um, and he has helped me. Um, so I know this sounds crazy. Um, and I'm sorry, fam, for y'all about to hear this, if y'all still listen, but um, sex to me um, is such a powerful kind of thing because it helps me be more confident in who I am. I know that sounds crazy, but it definitely is like something that I learn through control. I learn through being with someone else. I learn just being being in that scenario with other people and feeling good. All of these things are boosters to me, all of them. And because they are, it fuels me, sadly. <laughs> get the dopamine boost. Yeah, you definitely do. But it also fuels me in the way that I move, unfortunately. It's like, 
the way that I move. So ideally, I would love to be with one partner for the rest of my life and put it on him daily, right? Mm -hmm. He'd probably get sick of me, which is fine. But then, you know, maybe we go down and and, and it'll ramp back up, whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, But at the same time, that was something that I was looking forward to. Um, My friend had offered that to me as a way, and I, I, when he mentioned it to me for the first time, I thought he was doing it out of pity, but, um, and, but I took it, I tried to push that thought process out of my brain and I wanted it to be something that reminded me that I'm sexy still, that I'm still mm, essentially human. I know that I'm human, but I don't. I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to not having legs. Like I've never not had legs before. So it's different if I haven't had legs the whole beginning, then anything that I've tried would have kind of worked. So now I need someone that's patient with me. That's not going to look at me funny. That's going to be okay that, you know, certain positions I can't do at the moment, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I wanted was that like confidence boost. I didn't really get it too much from him, but um, I did get it from Polydude because for the most part, he is thoroughly attracted to me. And having that in my state, yo, it's basically just freaking throwing continuous coals on fire. Like... (laughs) Um, he not has only like boosted my confidence, he's boosted how I physically feel about myself, how I physically look at myself. So I see myself a little bit more attractive, a little bit more desirable, whatever, and how I present myself. I know that I dress up in the same ways or whatever, but for me, it has been such a great thing. However, Poly people should not be in relationships with monogamous people. I don't want to get into that part, to, right. not yet, but I think that's the only issue when it comes to this. Because for me, it's almost like you're not on the you're not on the same wavelength. Your future stuff is not like you're not thinking about it correctly, <laughs> and that's that's just kind of the way I think about it because it's like if I wish that you know he did kind of think about that but he was trying he was telling me that she's reliable and stuff and I was like well yeah um so I think that will be our next episode is kind of contemplating if people should change if this is something that you know you want to do um but yeah so he's younger than me so just knowing that there are parts of his his life that he has um, in his romantic life that's like weird and disjointed. It's like, I can see them because I've been through what he's already been through. Yeah, this whole situation with me losing my legs has only been like five months. Um, but that's different in comparison to like the rest of all of everything that I've experienced. And this doesn't bode well. So I'm like so hesitant to like be a part of it because I met her, we met her, 
uh, this weekend, and she's mm-hmm. a sweet girl. Yes. But she got herself and they got themselves into this position where <laughs> they're both set up to hurt each other, her more than him, because women tend to invest more a little bit, especially if she knows that he, she she thinks that this is cha- interchangeable. She thinks that someone who's poly can change, and he's hoping that she'll be more open. And I'm like, mm, that's not going to happen, sadly, because the only way that would happen is if someone is a little bit on the like weaker-willed side. They're not really right. so set in what they want for their future, so they're okay with whatever. But if they know that they get jealous and stuff like that, that's a whole issue. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like the poly lifestyle is definitely not for the weak. You have, it takes, you have to be able to handle a lot more and give a lot more because your partner will have someone else. Especially if you're, if you're monogamous, like, Hopefully they've talked it out and, you know, keep talking things through because, you know, feelings will always change day to day. So that way you're not running into any problems with jealousy or, or feeling like, oh, now he, oh, he has, like, oh, now that you're in the picture, like, where do I stand? Like, you don't want those kind of feelings in because if they're having those kind of feelings and they're keeping it inside, it's just going to eat them up faster because it's seeing it play out. Like, yeah. It, yeah, that's and that's an issue too because the the jealousy stuff and all of that, those are just bound to happen. Mm-hmm. They're super bound to happen and it's almost disheartening to see. But I like, normally, would have just let that go. If I had my legs and everything, I would have let it go. Like, I wouldn't even come close to that situation because then I'd be dealing with with my appetite. Um, I'm going to be dealing with issues. And I'm like, I don't really want to deal with those issues. But at the same time, I'm like, ugh, low-key, this is worth it until I find um, someone else that's willing to give me, like, that same dopamine boost, I guess. Like, the same... Mm-hmm intimacy level that I require um, because otherwise um, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting that. I'm not getting that anywhere. So it's like, oh, I need to, I need to get this thing, but I have to be careful with how it happens. So this weekend was actually really great because we became maybe closer friends. We were talking about lots of more things. Um, I said, that's so weird. We've been talking about a lot more things mm-hmm. and um, learned a bit more about each other, learned a lot about like the rest of his family, the rest of the stuff. I learned a lot, like just in general, talking to him on a daily basis, but yeah, yeah. You know, he, he definitely comes across as knowledgeable. Like he knows a, like a lot of stuff. Yeah. I really enjoy it though. I, I'm definitely, I definitely enjoy it. Um. So yeah, he, he got he, you know, he got a check mark in my book because he's a he's used Gundam fan. So you know, <laughs> ah, true, true, true. Yeah. So that was the thing. So talking about my amputations and stuff, he is very big into like mecha suits and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, he's been telling me about like how he wants to help like 
turn my legs into um, like a mecha suit kind of thing. And I'm down for it because as long as I can walk in it, do whatever. I, I'm fully committed to the fact that there's no such, I don't want to do the thing where I have legs that tries to look like I have legs. There's no point. I don't have legs. They're not going to walk like I have legs. Uh, they're not going to look like I have legs. Um, I mean, they're going to look like I have legs, but not look like I have legs, right? So, I mean, you can hide the facts, but I'm kind of over. I never was the one to kind of do that. And that's been my challenge. And because I still want to be sexy from whatever legs I have left for the rest of my legs up, I still want to be sexy. And I like not having the prosthetics on that I did get um, because it's me being able to be, but at the same time, I know that I need to stand up. I need to be taller than I am now. I can't really be in a chair all the time. I'm not a fan of it. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. So yeah, I can, that was, I, that was this. I can totally see you with like, you know how like Iron Man has like the little hall of armors and stuff. You just take out the spoon and put it on and whatnot. I can totally see you having that with your legs. Like you have like you you have the mechanized legs. You have like you know maybe pastel legs. Like oh yeah, oh yeah, oh just, no, that's that's a definite. Yeah, I, that's a definite. I can definitely see that. It would it would just look great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, trying to do that faster than. Uh, most, I guess, but still, I'm like really looking forward to it because I am absolutely obsessed. Um, all right, we're going to take a real quick break here and then we're going to do our final um, silly story that I thought was freaking hilarious and I'll wrap it up for you guys. We'll be right back after this commercial break. You want to be cute, don't you? You want to look cool? You want something to go along with your fit? Not the right hair clip to f just to tie things in? Well, look no further because Coco Kawaii got you. Hi, my name is Day. <laughs> I'm sponsoring my own podcast. And that's all right because I'm also CEO and basically owner of my small business, Coco Kawaii, where I make adorable but also really cool fashion accessories. It can go from Pokemon to Halloween to Hello Kitty to pride things to food. Anything that would fit your sweet needs for lolitas or maybe your kawaii needs for your j fashion look or maybe even if you're just looking for a little bit of cyberpunky or just something really cute to show hey guys i'm into this look no further kawaii coco kawaii will have your back in any way fashion not only do i make necklaces hair clips rings i also make keychains and i can modify keychains and earrings and i can also modify anything to your needs um within reason of course and it must have glitter i also take customs so please shoot on over 
to Coco Kawaii on Instagram. I will always have it linked down in my description box, making sure that you guys always be able to check me out. Thank you so much, and back to your regularly scheduled program. Okay, okay, okay. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. All right, so <laughs> I have a funny six brown chicks. Um, post and uh, I I have been cracking up because it was hard for me to get through it. I think I can, I think I can get through it uh, without laughing. Uh, but we'll see, we'll see because Lord, okay. <laughs> All right, so so female. It started as role play. My man is Baptist and quiet in bed. So I whispered, am I your dirty little bee? Say it, F me like you hate me. That excited him. Now the name calling in bed has gone too far. Him, you just want a new daddy for those roach kids, don't you? I hate roaches. And why don't you pay your bills, you raggedy bee? And the most hurtful, new wig, but no future. <laughs> the sex is better, but these insults aren't sexy. And I think he needs them advice. Yo. Yo. She gave him free reign. Yo. Insult her. Yo. And he's, he's bringing the heat. Yo. <laughs> Yo. He said roach kids. That killed me. Wow. Um, man, sir, I don't think, yo, I think I, I've uh, started to understand that there are men who will get into relationships with women and not like them for real. Mm-hmm. And not even men, because women seem to do the same. Women do the same. Um, so I'm not even going to do it because I literally had both experiences by both genders. So um, absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. So I actually have a bunch of no-no words when it comes to dirty talk. I don't like being called a bee. I don't like being called a bee in my everyday life. Like, don't do it. Like, the moment you do it, it, like, literally puts a pin in my head. Like, it makes me wince so hard. And uh, I'm so just like... Not, so you're not, like, with the, with the, like, how some other women are always like, what's up, my bee? Yes, bee! No, 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 no. Stop it. Chill. Chill, 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 chill. chill. <laughs> I'm like, nah, you can call me something else. Call me anything else, for the love of Christ. Call me anything else. Um, Yeah, so no. Um, But my thing was, like, what? Like, you didn't have a conversation after after (laughs) the first session of these insults? Right. Like, first off, figure out if that's what he likes. Or shut it down. If he, okay, if if this is her um if this is her man like not her husband have a serious conversation with this dude and you may have to part ways because oh, sorry he obviously doesn't respect you cuz what what's happening he either is so upset with his life right now and taking it out on you that mm, like what 
insults, though? No wig, no future? New wig, no... Jeez. Like, wait. There's no wig, no future. There were the Roche kids. What was the other one? Why don't you pay your bills, you raggedy bee? Yes. Like, I feel like those are less insults, more commentary on her everyday life. Basically. <laughs> Basically. You just want a new daddy for those roach kids? Like, what? Yeah, no, 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 no. No, there's dirty talk, and then there's, like, above the line. There's over but, the line. There's over the, the line. But then there's the other part of she says the sex has gotten better, but the insults bother her. So like she's still like she's still somehow getting off on this. She's still like enjoying the coldness from this man. Meanwhile, he is just ripping you to shreds yeah. with these insults. Like yeah. Yeah, that's like a level of degradation that I cannot get behind. Like, I don't like degradation play at all. Like, don't me even, either. don't even do that to me. Like, no, no, no. I remember finding out about that, and I was just like, ooh, some people like that, huh? Okay, not me, not me over here. Yeah, no, no, no. We don't like. I don't mind. <laughs> I know this will be my next After Dark episode, which, guys, I am restarting. Um, actually, this week there will be an episode. Um, it'll be a little bit longer because I have a lot to talk about. It's just to catch you all up. Um, but it is an After Dark episode, so family, if you are listening, maybe skip it. <laughs> and just wait for my next week's episode of my normal everyday podcast. Um, so... In my personal opinion, that kind of stuff is just not it. That is not it for me. It doesn't do it. It doesn't do it. But I could not help but laugh because <laughs> you just the, the roach kids though. The roach kids, like yeah, no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I I'm not big into like I'm not big into degradation either. Like just saying that kind of stuff like I just I I can't like if I'm if they're trying to role play I might try it but it, just trying to say that kind of stuff would just turn me off and just I, I couldn't do it but damn like you didn't like he didn't leave the insults to just her like he dragged the kids into it yes and then just new hair yeah no yeah yeah <laughs> that to me it's just like no don't do that don't do that but yeah so i thought that was hilarious that was hilarious yeah yeah so okay yeah so that's really it i thought that was hilarious to end the the podcast on um mm-hmm. thank you so much again for tuning in for another week guys um please remember continue to try to communicate work on your communication skills and stay positive have a great weekend bye y'all bye